Oh, okay, I was like, why? I was, is say, yeah. shit is not, I was shit looking at it like, where the fuck is that? I was like, that shit was buffering. <coughs> well, well, well. I am going to be a little wheezy right now. And, uh, you got to, yeah. to say that over, ain't you? Huh? Nah, we were recording. This no, I'm saying you got to say that over. Oh, you just telling me you're going to be wheezy. I thought you said yeah. you wanted to tell a crowd you're going to be wheezy. I was just going to go right into it. I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh. Um, <laughs> so this, this is all going to be on the podcast. This whole entire conversation. Oh, really? Yeah, from the point I hit record. Yeah. <laughs> the point I said I'm wheezy That's mm-hmm. how the show's gonna open with I'm wheezy as shit right now <laughs> So um But no yeah I just just pick back off that Uh you know Got a little cold Or flu Whatever you wanna call it Yeah Well you better tell them who you yeah. are Cause it's been a couple of weeks since Oh shit Yeah Oh you know what exactly. it is man This is uh, Tommy Guns This is Frank Mill And this is A to G Welcome back Welcome, welcome back Welcome back. back Welcome back We probably have to You might have to play like that Snippet Like a snippet of that Yeah just for the open drop man But like we That's that's uh, that's, uh, that's Rosie's right there So we wanna just sing it It's not yeah. our fingers <laughs> Welcome back Oh welcome shit Welcome back Welcome back Welcome back As this nigga Continues to snap his fingers. <laughs> Was that a new addition that you yeah. just did? That's no, a remix, bro. Oh my you know? god! <laughs> you know, I watched. I watched. I watched both Pitch Perfect one and two. You yeah, know I got the. I got the. Uh, <laughs> the acapella bug in me. I'm fucking tired of you, Tommy. <laughs> Oh man, you love it. You gotta I'm love fucking it. tired of you. Oh man, so why am I sick? Why am I sick? Oh wait, why have we been gone so yeah. long? Why, what has happened My boy Mike hit me yesterday Like yo When the next podcast dropping And that Was exciting Cause that <laughs> means That people wanna hear Us talk about more. shit We want more We want more You want You want more my friend mm. <laughs> <laughs> We give you more now <laughs> Ah shit This podcast today man Is brought to you by With, with, with our Well our alcohol Sponsor uh, good friends of ours at IW Harper Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. Uh, it's a, an original whiskey established since 1872. And what I'll say is that if you go into your liquor store, you can find it. It's sort of on the high end, probably about $39.99. That's right. We only drink the expensive shit. Whatever the fuck that means. Tolerific. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> but shout out to IW Harper Bourbon Whiskey for... Uh, uh, looking out for us on this podcast. Thank you, sirs. <laughs> All of you, sirs. Um, madams. Um, and then we've been gone for some time. It's actually been two weeks. We apologize. Uh, the the guy Tommy and I have we have a lot to talk to you all about, yeah. um, and we're gonna get all the way into that uh, pause as uh, quick as possible. Yeah, gotta be a pause if it's a, if it's a nice nice titty. Some t- <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Is what we getting into? Nigga shouldn't have been drinking before the show. Oh, no. <laughs> anyway, yeah, thank, thank you, thank you, Harper. Yeah, thanks a lot. The rotativity ensues. <laughs> it shall begin. It shall begin. All right, but no bullshit. Enough with the small talk. So, Tommy, let them know. What, what, what have we been up oh, to? Oh, man. Bro? Okay. Uh, well, the first week we were we were missing, we were actually in Houston, which we really wanted to do a podcast in Houston. We just didn't have the time. It just didn't work out. Yeah, the, like the stars <laughs> didn't align in our favor. Nope. And, um, 
I actually brought the gear out to do it, and I was like, man, we got we too busy trying to get the show together. But we were out there because we we kicked off our um, our Creative Canvas tour in yes, Houston. Yes, we did. Oh man, thank you, thank you, and much much love to H Town. Big ups. Hey, we like oversold that motherfucker. Big like, the fuck ups. It was packed. So if you ever want to know any information, just just look it up. Creative Canvas or Create Can C R eight C A N on Instagram and now on Facebook. Uh, we're developing the website uh, as we speak, but. There's a recap video. You can see, like, you know, the crowd that was out there. We got a lot of a lot of love, a lot of support. Um, we pretty much uh, with that event, uh, we go across the country, so we might be in your city. Just, just, just uh, stay tuned. Where's next, Tommy? What city's next? Oh man, Charlotte. Charlotte is actually next, and uh, Dallas is following. So, um, oh, look out for us. Shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Charlotte, North Carolina. We are on the fucking way. A two man wrecking crew. And uh, we here to knock the walls down. Amen, Tommy. You couldn't say it better myself. <laughs> Houston, in my, uh, in my, uh, from my perspective, was amazing. Uh, Tommy knows uh, the Tommy knows the future of the event. I mean, knows the history of the event. And we added him on in his first. And as and as my partner for the first show, he he sells out his first show. That's pretty. That's, 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 pretty, that's pretty fucking awesome, awesome. for like, your first show to sell it out. First one. This is this is not a, not a sellout, but an oversell. Oversell. We kind of, we we broke some uh, some fire hazards. Like two hundred and fifty plus people <laughs> came out to check out the boy, the artist. Thing. The artists They came out the, They loved Frank the environment Bill. It was it, I mean what do you want What more do you want Yeah Tommy? you know what I'm saying Frank Bill Frank killed the hosting he was, he was a hell of a host he, uh, Man he's the reason Why we got that That uh, 90% sales rate you know? We did have 90% sales At the event too That's very good Good you know, point um, to bring up Tommy. Yeah like you know Pretty much um, Damn near every artist Sold at least one piece And then Uh I'm not sure what the percentage was. I didn't get the percentage. Uh, shit, I'm going to do that next time. How many uh, people actually made multiple sales? A lot of people made multiple sales. I saw a lot of people who kicked out about three or four. Mm-hmm. At least about, at least half. Yeah. I would say kicked out multiple pieces. Yeah. And I would say about 30% kicked out three plus. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like they were moving them, you know what I'm saying? Because um, our, you know saying, the format for the platform, like for the platform that we created uh, is, you know, we, we bring the artist's message to the audience we we help you know what I'm saying facilitate and cultivate that that way you know when the people come they kind of build the rapport with the uh with the creators to build that much of a connection to the pieces that they uh will then purchase so um i think that that's what that's what the art world needs especially for uh rising artists mm-hmm. that's something you want to chime in on well no i think you you make a, a very valid point with our approach for creative canvas and you start if you go back and look at the artists after we do the show with them where their career goes from there like they begin to pay attention to things that they may have not been paying attention to before because now people hear their story so they want to move a little bit differently they want to uh, impact uh, the they want to impact the audience at the event but they also want to impact the, the, the person that potentially could be their customer because now they begin to understand that you know, it's no longer a transactional thing. It's more about the branding side of it as well. And they know that they have to bring something uh, to the table instead bring of a, just br- the work. No, you know what I'm saying? Bring, it's bring a voice. A and personality as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what was like, that's what's missing with a lot of artists. Like a lot of artists are, you know, um, are introvert. I being one of them, like in, in regards to the art, like a lot of people don't even know I can draw. You know what I'm saying? I, I do, I do some real life, like portraits and paintings. So that's how I started off. Um, but a lot of people wouldn't know that, and because uh, it's kind of a thing you kind of keep to yourself. And 
um, you kind of cherish it on your own and you don't really speak about that to other people because it's more I do it out of, out of therapy for myself but um, I, re- I recognize that kind of void in the sense that uh, uh, if you want to really turn this into this this uh, personal kind of hobby or skill into like a package for the public you gotta be able to speak about it and mm-hmm. um, I think that we kind of help cultivate that especially you because you, you you're hosting game is serious mm-hmm. you got my man's my man's is hell on the mic thank you you know thank so you bro he got me doing this podcast you know? yeah yeah so, bro, shit yeah. you know what I'm saying that's, that's my that's my Yoda right there yeah. you got the green on right now out <laughs> of Yoda so, um, I don't look like that motherfucker <laughs> six, foot, six foot Yoda that's what we're uh, gonna call him um, and then to just to slim piggyback yo- slim, slim Yoga slim, slim Yoda that's what you call slim him slim Yoda <laughs> uh, and to piggyback on that too um, I think it has drastically improved. Uh, it has proved your ability to get uh, to get what your your points across. Like yeah. when you're dealing with other people, like when you talk to me now, you may not have noticed it, but I notice how much more confident you are when you know you're about to go at somebody a particular way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you, you did, you're thorough now, and it's it has ha- it has happened subconsciously because you already knew you were thorough with your work, but now you're starting to articulate. Your, how thorough you are and what you'll deal with and what you won't you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. almost like there's a standard there where versus the old you you'd ask a motherfucker well what's your budget mm-hmm. and now I feel like you'll ask a motherfucker what's your budget and if it ain't where you at you'll be like okay well it ain't for me like yeah. and that shows that you've taken now you're starting to get more into the business side mm-hmm. along with you know the branding and the creative side which is a good thing for us going forward Agreed, agreed, agreed. Um, and then I was even saying, mentioned the same thing because I was talking, I was chilling with my brother. Shout out to my bro, Ham. Mm-hmm. He got his first place uh, about a few weeks ago. I had to go stop by and see it. And so it's a lovely spot, man. For for a young for a young nigga, you know, what I'm saying he's what what twenty six. Yeah, he's twenty six. Yeah. And um, a lot of niggas ain't moving like him. So I'm proud of I'm proud of my bro, Simeon. That's what's uh, up. Shout out Simeon. Yeah, with his uh, with his new spot, man. It's like because most people can barely afford an apartment. He got a, he got a row house, so yeah. it's like you you doing something. So you got a three bedroom spot. Yeah, two story. I think yeah. it's, is it two? Yes, two story. No, is it three story? Yeah, I think it's three stories. It's a three story spot. God damn. And um, you know, what I'm saying like a little row, and it's like yo, like a lot of niggas ain't doing that. Yeah, I know they're twenty six. Nah. so it's like uh, and he's chilling, comfortable. So um, shout out to that. But I, all I had to say is that like he mentioned that to me is like. You know about the podcast, like yo, keep doing that shit. Cause when I was having a conversation with him about just just life in general, he was all like, "Yo, like your speaking is way better, yeah. like uh, way more articulate, like you way easy, like you, you express yourself a lot clearer." Um, he was like, "Nah, like I can see it myself." Like he he messaged it like without unsolicitedly, so yeah, he just threw it out there. I was <laughs> like, "Oh, now nah, we really gotta get back on this podcast now." Yeah, so. Um, well, and that's a that's a that's 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 fucking that's I mean that's the point. I mean, you came into it. Obviously, we started just doing the podcast, but you came into it with a personal agenda of uh, correcting your speech issues. So yeah. the fact that other people are starting to recognize tells you, okay, this shit works. Yeah. Shall we continue? Yes, but and we shall. Since you did this shout out, I I want to move forward because since we're talking about the good shit that we've been doing, right when we got back from Creative Canvas, we had something else to do. Which was the wonderful Whiskey Wednesday. Oh, Whiskey Wednesday. Shout out <laughs> I.W. Harper. Yeah. But uh, I actually want to drop a few shout outs. And I know go you got ahead, some go shout ahead. outs yeah, as well. Ahead, keep it rolling. Uh, I want to shout out my guy, Jay, 
who came through. They showed a lot of love. Whiskey Wednesday was crazy. It was our first one. It was crazy. Everybody fit like they, they the ladies dressed up appropriately. The fellas dressed up appropriately. I want to give a big shout yeah, out. Yeah, I'm to actually proud. I'm proud of my fellas because, like, you know, we, we try to get dudes in the suit game. It's yeah. like, you kind of got to hold the hand. I was like, I saw some <laughs> shit like, bro, like, I feel you, but I'll bring an extra blazer. Yeah. Like, I was going like, I'm going to start doing I'm just going to have a blazer in, in the trunk where, like, if you wear 38, you straight. You, I got you. I got a little, <laughs> I got a little sports score for you. Just, just yeah, so, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, like, you know, you want to get people, you want to get our, our fellas in that in that mindset, like, yeah. on that bullshit, so. Well, talk, well, well, um, think about that night. Like, even, like, and just general conversation between you and I, even though we're doing a podcast, but <laughs> think about that night, the environment and the way that that, uh, the way everything happened organically was sort of what I envisioned before. Like, so you come to the bar, you know, the women come to the bar and they sit down and then you watching, you know, the dudes is coming in and they fresh, they suited up and then guys is ordering. Like I saw a couple guys order just whiskey or just some type of dark or light liquor. Like they weren't mixing it. So people, the setting itself, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. started to create a whole bunch of individual it's characters in there. Yeah. It's, yeah. A it's a vibe. Cause like, yo, like we, hundred percent of dudes were suited. Uh, yeah. That's a fact. That's a, that's a, every that's a single fact. guy every, was. Every, yeah. every single dude was suited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Suited and booted. And um, the fact that like the vibe of it, because it's a, it's, a, it's a legit speaking. It's so funny because like the, you know, the other guy we partnered with, uh, he kind of kept it a secret um, about the location because he you know held his, he held his finest location. I was like, yo, we get there because we we see it like we see we seen it, but we didn't see it. And so we didn't physically go there. He kind of wanted to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. But we get there. And we go down into this little back alley into this basement, and then we just see like a fucking like a window and like a table and chair. We're like, what the fuck is? This? It looks like a little like a like waiting a area. Yeah, like a waiting, <laughs> like a, like a like a baby ass bedroom. We're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, motherfucker hits a trick a trick door like a trap door, <laughs> and it's a fucking club. And it's like, and we're like, oh shit, it's like a straight up speakeasy. I'm like, oh man. So um, so it was like, well, I had to go back and just retext and re-message everybody. Like, look. Here's my number. Yeah. Call me because you're not gonna find it. Yeah. So I had to give up my number a lot just just so people can get in that motherfucker. Because like you're gonna get there, you can be right in front of me, you're not even gonna see it. Yeah. And uh, we had to escort people down there. Shit, you had to score, escort me down that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was like, yo, Frank is over here. Yeah, right yeah. Down, here, down this way, and it's like you know, and but like the main thing with the whole whiskey Wednesday thing, we, we're trying to create a vibe where like, uh, it's it's to me, I look at it as like it's a speakeasy also, but like it's a cross between like the the happy hour and the late night turn up. It's like right in between. Well, you kind of want to do a little bit of both where it's not like um, uh, it's middle of the week, you know, we wrap around, we wrap up before midnight. Yeah. Uh, it kind of ends when it ends. Like we, we do the seven to 10, but like it kind of go, it went, this, it went over because like it was, it was a good, it was a Shit, good time. It went to midnight. Yeah, yeah. it went to midnight. Cause yeah. we, we, we said it, we scheduled it for seven to 10, yeah. but the owner was, was vibing with it so much yeah. and like the people were vibing with it so much, they just stayed. So yeah. we ended up like not getting out there, like leaving till midnight. So yeah. it's like, so that just, that just speaks to like, you know, the vibe it was because like it was, Good vibes, good music, good people. Anybody that walks through that door has this pretty career. Like we don't do damn near no public advertising for the shit. It's like a need to know basis. And we see you, we we vet you, we fuck with you, come through. Yeah. And, um, and I think that when that happens, it creates like a vibe when people are in there. It kind of it creates that I'm around my kin. Like yeah. we can we can you know people everybody that didn't know each other we can talk to each other. I was introducing everybody to everybody. And um, we had to join. It was we had to join packed. Uh, 
but the vibe is like the, the vibe is there where like you can you can still convert you can dance we have people dancing was it was it it was one of the first times in from an event that I've seen in DC where the every there was not the bougie act was out the window. Like we looked, it looked bougie. It but, looked bougie, but, but it was it super fellowshipy. Like yeah. everybody like, was like, "Hey, let's drink and talk." And I feel like everyone felt like everybody there was on their level. That's yeah. what I was. What is the reason why I felt that that connection there? Because when I would speak, when uh, the um, my guy Jay. Uh, invited some people through and when I first started talking with them at the corner of the bar you know we you know we do I still buy them a drink you know what I mean thanks for coming <clears throat> I'm rapping with them and it's like I love the energy in here like it's hard to like what you got on when everybody wearing a suit you look good like yeah. I, he looks good she looks good like this works yeah I, I can be I can be seen in public with any of these people exactly you know and, 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 and inside this environment yeah. I can be called in here with them because it, it works this way you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, and then uh, no, and the people were actually having fun because like the one of the, the key signs of people having fun mm-hmm. is the limited amount of photos if you see that's, that's a telltale sign to me mm-hmm. like there's only two ways where like it's either super turned up and yeah. that person isn't having fun, mm-hmm. or no one's having fun. And you know what I'm saying? So like they do the they just have their moments and everybody's just doing that. But like actually the majority of the crowd in there was um just too busy, you know what I'm saying, taking shots, taking drinking whiskey, and, and having, having, having a having fucking blast. Dancing and having fun. Yeah. And just like, you know, conversing with each other. Um and they kinda even respect like I, I they kinda even respected the fact that I was like, you know what? I want too many like don't show too much of like the exterior of like how to get in because I want to keep that a, a secret. Yeah. We can take pictures of the inside, yeah. but like don't really do too much of the outside, like the super exterior. Because I want to know how people to. I wanted to show people how to actually get there because like I want you to. That's how we can screen people to come in. Yeah, you know. Um, but um, the main thing about it was that uh, people were on were were focused on enjoying the moment versus like trying to capture it. Yeah, uh, I think that like that's what we're trying to create with with this. We want to create a, a, a genuine, bring together quality people in a, in a genuine environment, off some, uh, awesome, awesome gen shit. Uh, and I think that like you know this type of club is what is what the is what the city needs. Yeah, and, and now that we have it, we just have to make sure that we continue to rock it out. So with that being said, March 29th, if anybody's listening and live in the DMV area, Whiskey Wednesday. Is back. Yes, you must have some sense of style <laughs> to get in. So if you think you're going to show up with your baggy jeans and your sneakers, my friend, I'll spare you to drive. Don't come. But if you could put on a suit and look like something, and if you're a young lady and you could put on a dress and look like something and come enjoy yourself, Whiskey Wednesday, March 29th, we return. Where? You'll find out. <laughs> when you get the invite, when you when you say it and you reach out to us and... And you get that invite, you'll get it. Even if he give you the address, yeah, you still, still wouldn't find the motherfucker. You still ain't yeah. gonna find it. I damn, they couldn't find it. And so. shit, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't even made it to the goddamn <laughs> venue at all. I, I think I, I think a couple people even made it because I, I got to a point where I stopped answering my damn phone. For so, real? Yeah. Oh, well, don't do that for yeah. the 29th. We want <laughs> yeah. a packed house, but. All so right. that was a recap, everybody, just yeah. of what we've been up to yeah. over the past two weeks and why we haven't uh, uh, yeah. been right. able to to get involved with y'all and do the podcast because, you know, from what it looks like and from the reviews, it looks like you guys like to listen. So, yeah, um, so we're going we gonna to make sure we, we don't we don't make this a habit and keep this thing consistent. Yeah. Uh, and also, let, you know, let us know about even us doing like mid like midweek shows, like if we miss a a, a, a Sunday 
for whatever reason, like y'all be cool with us, like doing a midweek show just just to um give so we can give y'all something every week. Uh, but let us know, you know, let us know in the comments. Um, that you can do uh, Avtgent A V E uh, G E N T on Twitter. Avtgent, Hat- yeah, Av like Av A V E. Yeah, eight, two, two the number the, the letter yeah sorry not the number You're okay right. yeah the okay. number there you go number gent. two gent G E N T perfect use the hashtag add us on Twitter yeah um and we'll get back to you uh because we want to start really incorporating y'all in the conversation facts facts uh, I think that now we can really kind of get into what we got going on um in life uh, <laughs> in our topic of discussion for yeah. today which we're going to touch on some something real quick which well not real quick but something my boy Tommy brought up to me today okay. oh yeah we'll we, to yeah, yeah uh, abso- absolutely yeah, yeah we're going to start there because yeah, we um, we'll finish with the we, other stuff yeah because we're kind of behind on like you know saying current events current, <laughs> current events this is this, this little thing this little uh, fiascos like you know maybe like a week ago going like like last week uh, it's not too early but like Whatever. Um, a lady by the name of Jess Hilarious. Uh, there's a, I'm not sure you ever like you know seen a photo, but there's a photo of this woman who is pretty much naked and she's wearing Jordans and she has pictures with like what looks to be a four year old son, like holding him. Because uh, I, I mean, there's gonna be videos. I'm, 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 I, I can describe it. Uh, hopefully, you guys can look it up. Just look up Jess Hilarious like photos. And it will come up, uh, but no. It's, but it's, it seems to be like you know, holding her son, like like this is several pictures, but she's calling her son, uh, and it's kind of controversial. It started a little controversial just being that she was fully nude in sneakers and like the and the the poses she has her son in uh, kinds of looks inappropriate in a, in a way. Um, it's very gray. I almost want you to go look at it for yourself to make your own assessment, because like me and Frank were were, uh, were discussing earlier, and none of us, neither one of us, are like super duper hardline. There's something wrong with it, like, but like, I mean, we're like, it's, it's completely wrong. But like, if someone has an issue with it, we can see why. We can understand why there is some validity in the issues, but it's not super duper hard, like hard left, like you know, it's just fucking like the worst shit ever. You know, um, so we're kind of like talking about because it kind of was like that gray area where like it kind of can stimulate a discussion. Um, <clears throat> but like the main thing about it is that uh, I mean, no, that's, that's pretty much it. I want you to chime in real quick. Well, I, I from from looking at the, the picture now, like once again, I kind of like even when I'm reading her comments about it, I kind of don't I still don't really have a big issue like. Like I think we've become such a like pardon my my French, but I think we've become such pussies like in America. Like every time something happens, like everyone everyone's quick to like tie it to something else or like we don't know what that woman's motive was, which that was the only reason why I vibe with your point when we don't know why she doing it. So like if it's for attention, which like you say ain't nothing wrong with it, that just needs to be stated versus you know you just dropping this and then trying to make a big argument about it because everybody's giving you hell you know what i'm saying yeah, being like yeah yeah being combative because like pretty much what happened was that like, you know when you put up something like that first of all like she's pretty publicly because like just like she has about like seven hundred thousand 
I think Instagram followers, mm-hmm. like seven hundred thousand plus. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has like a big following. She does like a lot of comedic videos. I personally don't think she's funny at all. Like I think she's literally, she like fulfills a stereotype of like women are not funny by like definition. I, you know what I'm saying? It's not, not like yeah, well, I guess it's a diss, but it's just my <laughs> it's just my opinion. I'm not gonna just like sugarcoat it, but like that's besides the point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Besides, that's, besides the point. <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> but um, no, I just don't. I just really just don't think she's funny at all. Like I don't by any type of objective structural definition. I don't. I don't see humor in what in the things she's. Which saying. is fine though. But like, which is fine. Yeah, um, it's fine that you don't whatever. find her funny. Yeah, yeah it's there. okay. People find her funny. She has a big following. She built some shit. Cool. So with that being said, um. The um the issue that that kind of I had with it was was less about the image. I ha- everyone has their kind of assess- assessments and judgments. Like when you, when you look at something and you want to make a you pass a judgment, you still doesn't like the idea of, of prejudging too soon before you know too much information has ability in the sense of like you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. But like it's an issue when you do it and then the person opens their mouth. And it starts to validate your 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 prejudices, yeah. your stereotypes. Because like that's pretty much what's happening with it. It's like I think what would what could have changed this entire situation would have been her response, the nature of her response. Because like when she got received the criticism, um, she responded with in a very combative and a very um, not addressing the issue. Like you're like, why should you have an opinion about it? Because like bitch, you put it out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it, it's like, because, like, cause like, just to piggyback what you said, uh, what we were talking about earlier, like we said earlier, as far as like when I said uh, she's doing this for attention, um, my point behind that was like, everybody does everything for attention. If you, if you take something and you put it out to the public, you want the attention, you want people to see it. For, but the the thing is, the key is the type of attention and the nature of, it, of, of the attention. Why do you want people to see it and for what? Mm-hmm. And um, that's when you can start going into art and, you know, and message like, with something, with, for instance, something like this, like the photo, is that like, why this picture and why did you do it? Of course, like you know, when when you think about just just the image and you, you start, people start asking questions because like the main kind of like contentious people had with it was, was the nature of the poses because like how she's holding her son, like she's holding her son towards her, like she's like like the son is like on top of her, and it, it can kind of be in a sexual scene and it's in a sexually suggestive way, being that like these are kind of traditional sex poses that's missionary style right there to me that's like you know <laughs> um, but and she's naked but like the, you know the, the boy has like uh, shorts on and then also too the taste of it because she's naked but she has on Jordans and she has on like socks so like <laughs> it's just kind of ratchet like it's just right like it's just it's, just, it's hood ratchet it's, it's like it, it's it's so many things that like okay and these are like the, these are like the thoughts that are gonna first come to somebody's mind if you don't at least try to explain it because like you know me coming from like a, a like studying art and shit like that I, I get art I understand like why people it makes no sense but like at least try to make sense of it and I respect the, the, the idea of trying to make sense of some shit or doing or giving a purpose whether I like it or not you at least gave it a purpose and a, and a reason and a message as to why you're doing it the moment you do something out of artistic expression and don't try to uh, express or explain why you're doing it to me, it's no longer art. Like mm. it, yeah, it, it, it's it's all it's all surface and superficial at that point. Um, and then that all that does is further justify the the biases or the prejudices people will have. Yeah. Uh, towards the image like this, because like I think that's what the issue that's what the issue lied. Uh, is there you know anything else? Like, well, you know? I, I didn't. Uh, 
I get once again, I get what you I get what you're doing and I actually get you the the way you I've I've learned from personal interactions the way that you're approaching this is you're approaching this as as uh as unbiased as you possibly can. So you're just looking at it and saying, "I understand like why she would do it and having an issue with what people have to say, but I also can understand why people would have an issue with it as well from when I listen to you speak." Mm-hmm. And me personally, I'm just one of the people that 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 uh don't have a problem with it either which way because the fact that if she was naked and she wasn't holding her son close to her then her breasts and stuff like that would be uh visible and that would be even more of a problem yeah. like and and with the complaining ass world that we live in yeah. so i get why she has her son so close to her yeah. so that she doesn't really show cuz she's not really showing off a lot of her in the pictures just the to me it looks like the natural beauty of her like her and her son she had her son naked so I sort of understand that part. Like when women, you know, they're, they got their clothes off and this, you know, this human comes out of a vagina, you know what I'm saying? And then the other poses, like if there's, uh, and if there was one where he was sitting on top or something like that, like, like, I don't I mean, know. No, like he is sitting, he on, is top, sitting on top of her, but the way she's cradling him just reminds me of how moms hold their kids yeah. when they're small. Like they love their babies, et cetera, et cetera. So even with you explaining and breaking down like, I even break all, all not, of it not, down. Not, no, yeah. no, no. I understand, go but ahead, ahead. with you going in in depth uh, about uh, the moments, you know, about if someone decides to express why they did it, you know what I'm saying, that it not being art anymore. Yeah. Like, at that point, to me, it just, you know, at that point, to me, it's just, you know, whatever. Like, that's that lady child. Like, if her child's fucked up behind it, then that lady got to live with that shit. Like, if her child suffers... Uh, 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 suffers from the backlash from that even though I don't think that will happen either I just I just don't think it's like to me I just don't I know what I don't give a fuck there no, it is no, I don't care about what this woman does with no, her child it, yeah. and that, I mean that's, that's quite and that's why like, you know we didn't necessarily want to spend too too much time yeah um, it, was, it was just one of those things where like what well, Bobby was not necessarily like the like the pictures in and of itself. I'm like, okay, it's ratchet. I just I look, at, ah! I just look at it's ratchet, but I wouldn't care. Like, I just I look at oh, it's ratchet. Boom. Yeah, we see ratchet shit you know all the time. Like you know, when you try, it's like you try, it's like the whole you're trying to be artsy, but you don't know what it is. Like you don't know what there's to be bourgeois and bougie. Like they don't know how to spell bourgeois. They don't know where the the derivative of bougie comes from. Yeah. And, She's bougie. Yeah. You're saying, I understand bourgeois. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That, and, and, uh, and, and that's, or oh, bourgeoisie, whatever you want to, however you want to, you want to say the full word. Yeah. But like, um, the Frenchie, you want to get real Frenchie with the shit. Yeah. But like, and that's, and to me, that's where, like, that's just where I, I how I felt about it. Like, it's just a hood rat, like, it's just hood rat shit. Like, it just, just that's just, that's how I like it. In the sense of, like, um, you look at this photo like she's using a fucking like the, like the that stool that black chair yeah I hate that chair. yeah I hate like, that God, chair yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like, you messed it up yeah like, it's just like you like I get it but like come on it's, and it's like and, it, it, and then I and what what bothers me the most about it yeah is why I have a, like one problem I was not necessarily in the photo but it was um, but Shade Room posted like um this kind of comparison and there's like a photo with like a, like a white woman doing it and pretty much the, it's the whole argument well, white women do it too. Uh, if white women did it, you wouldn't you wouldn't be as mad or whatever. And it's like this is constant comparison to to white people, which is again why I do not subscribe to the black complex because it's, it's just it's, it has built in inferiority complex in the sense of like why why are you using white whiteness as a standard or a line of demarcation of what is acceptable and what isn't versus your own sovereign self mm-hmm. as a, as an individual. But like um, 
but I'm you know but we can just get back into this is that like um even from like now when I'm getting into like my uh my art major hat and I can break down why this picture is the the picture with the white woman and her child is way better than that picture because like if you don't understand like um like studying like I, I encourage the sign I encourage everyone to study um the elements of the, you're saying the um rules of composition and elements of the design like uh when you learn that like learn those concepts you can apply that to anything artistically visual from the way you dress like that's like a strong it's like one of the strongest influences I had in the way I, in the way I even dress because like you start learning about like leading lines balance symmetry you know rule of thirds goals and mean uh and like what those mean and you know say so why we have your digital camera that has those three lines those two lines uh, vertically two lines horizontally to make nine um nine uh segments in your image because like it's lines that that fall in line with with, with uh with that that create balance in art but like uh just just to bring it back because like again bougie versus bourgeois people don't know why there's three lines and you know what I'm saying uh nine segments or two lines vertically and horizontally on the cameras when they take pictures uh but to break this down is like the I look at the one on the right this the one on the right follows so many rules of composition uh oh more rules of composition than the other one being that like there's a little bit of the golden mean as far as the rule of thirds where like if you if you draw if you draw like mathematically if you draw mathematical lines like mathematically proportional lines throughout the image you start to see where like the focal points are hitting and it creates a more appeasing image um the lighting is way better the light is more di- dynamic uh and then also too the pose of the of the positioning of the child and the mother because like when you turn since the baby since the baby is not turned towards the mother it doesn't apply when you have people face it applies like a, a, a certain level of intimacy because there's so many reasons why people like people face each other to kiss to have sex to do you know what I'm saying? It, it's a lot of things that that are subconsciously built into our mind that that artists actually like real trained photographers real trained artists are aware of and take that into consideration when they're doing certain things and that's why you know they have posed like it, it can do a pose like this and it can still come off as flattering but at the same time too and then I'll, I'll, other before I even go into the next point the other other purpose is that um to me my main issue with the the, the Jordan sneakers and the boy having son is that you're you're apprehensive about about your decision being that are you gonna do? Are you gonna do nude or are you not? Like, if you're gonna go nude, go full, go full blown. And I know you're serious about it. Like, when I when I feel, when I see like you got Jordan, like you got things that makes you feel like you're apprehensive about the nudity. Because like the, the main reason why people do nude photos is to capture the, the beauty of the human form. So you want to see the beauty of the human form. You want to show the, the full form of the human body. That includes your feet, your your toes, whether you got an uneven pinky toe or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, and when when I see that, it's like you're not taking that artistic concept seriously. You're just saying that out of bullshit. Like it's a bullshit excuse because you don't understand why people do it. That's why I say you need art uh, needs a message. Um, is there before you even go before? Is there anything else you know you want to? I add mean, to that? just from me looking at it, I it looks like this picture is something that would be in a frame, like somewhere, and that looks like an ad for Gucci or something like so I, I understand like I when you broke it down I, I understood what I was looking at because it, and it's no slander yeah. and it's sort of going I'm going to use this to segue to our next topic but um, it's no slander to either one but when you break it down like I see it I actually see more 
you almost see both of their full bodies in half of the shot. Mm-hmm. Like, um, and then the young man, the young, the young, uh, the young white boy in the in the picture to the, on the right side, it does have it an ad like feel, like like are trying to sell something. Mm-hmm. Versus this one is just it's like one of those black love photos. Like it's like a personal picture. To me. Yeah, I, to I, me, it doesn't I, look like yeah, it was like, art. Like I don't see art behind that. Yeah. Like I just see. They got together and they took pictures and she loves her kid, which once again yeah. is why I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's a really, really strong point because I was like, I kept thinking, I was like, what is it like? I don't like why. And then when you say that, it's like, okay, it really makes sense is that that's some shit you take and then you just have like. In the house. You have in the house, you show your, you show your people that know you or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, but like, it's not like a, a public, like, like yeah. it's, it's, I just don't feel like it's for like the world to see type shit. Yeah. That's, that's how I look at it, where it's like, and that's where I think when people say they kind of apply that whole. You're doing it for attention. They say it in a sense of like it's abnormal. You're doing it for like a, an abnormal sense of attention. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why? Like, why? Like, that's. You don't really got to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> it, and if you put it, like, at least, like, you know, maybe you put it on Facebook, you have a private Facebook page of like the people that know and love you mm-hmm. can appreciate this shit versus like the fucking world. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the world don't yeah. love you. Yeah, yeah. The world don't give a fuck about you. Yeah, you know that's that's and a picture grandma love. love right yeah. there. Your grandma posted love that picture. I love this picture of me and my baby and my grandbaby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some shit like that. Yeah. But, I, yeah, go ahead. Like, I think that, I think that fits yeah. for that picture. Like, I yeah. think it's, it pissed a lot of people off more so because that's a picture that a mom would keep close and like her mother would see the picture or the child's father would see that picture and yeah. fuck with it not let me show this to everybody yeah, because like, I think it's strangers. artwork you know yeah, what I'm saying strangers because it's not artwork yeah um, it's not art at all like from it's, 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 the just, more and more I begin to look at it it's just a picture, picture. for it's real just, for it's real it's just a picture and, and it's like, it, caught, it got her into all this shit but hey you know hey get it how you live more power to you young lady whatever your name is is she Chelsea? She's Chelsea Frazier? No, no, no. no. She, uh, uh, Jess Hilarious. Like, Jess Hilarious. So Jess Hilarious. Much love to Jess Hilarious. Yeah. I don't know you, but I'm I'm out here grinding the same way you grinding, so more power to you. Yeah. Um, but with that being said, um, and we talked about it earlier, and I'll use this to segue because you said why do, uh, like why is the white picture the standard? Yeah. Um, I, I, I had an interesting conversation and I heard some interesting shit uh, over the time that we haven't been doing this podcast, okay, and it brought me to this point. Yeah, you been having secret podcast behind my back? <laughs> nah, like, nah, nah, nah. Damn, you want to do alliance like this? <laughs> nah, nah. But you know, you ride in the car, yeah. I'm starting to, I'm starting to grow a personal issue with people who don't have a clear understanding of like someone's. Be, like not fucking with you because you racist like because they racist and then someone not fucking with you because they just don't fuck with you like oh, I, mean, I, I, I live by that shit like I'm, I'm a sharp bully but go ahead I, I, no 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 you cool I just think that it's it's a hard that line it's a reason why like racist hard racism is such a hard thing to prove yeah. like it's so hard to <laughs> oh, prove I'm glad you admit that, that man. someone's yeah. a racist especially and, I, and I'm only talking about in a court of law yeah but yeah. like in some situations you could just tell which I get it most of the time whatever you're feeling like really feeling and you can see like it's, if oh, here, here's my best way of explaining it and I'm before I had you chime in if you did everything in your power for a job interview you did everything in your power. Everything. You were number one in the class. Like, you did all of that stuff. You met all the requirements to be promoted. You deal with a white boss. Your white boss deals with you. You don't get the job. 
and they hire somebody who doesn't do as much as you did. Now, I can understand how a person in that situation could be like, I'm feeling like it got something to do with the color of my skin. Because if I'm the number one in this class, there it doesn't make any sense why, you know what I'm saying, why I didn't get the opportunity. But if you Jerome and you work at UPS, Jerome, <laughs> and you've been late six times out of the seven day work week. And if when you get to work, you ain't ready to work. So you take additional 10 minutes to get going. And then you apply for a job and you don't get it. You call racist. What I'm going to say to you is, my friend, they don't like you because it ain't got nothing to do with the color of your skin. They don't like you because you ain't shit. And as a culture, I think it's about time that we start taking uh, responsibility for the shit that we can control, Mm -hmm. which in most situations is everything. (laughs) You can control a lot of the shit regarding yourself. If you know you're trying to go for a promotion and you need to score a specific amount on your work test, then you need to study for that motherfucker. If you going for it doesn't if you if you're at a restaurant and you got your friends with you and they're acting extremely loud and a white manager walks over and asks you guys to be quiet. It ain't because you black. Y'all loud as fuck in here Because it's another black family over here And they just Just to chilling You know what I'm saying but it's always like the black If it's like a group full of all kinds of people A bunch of black people White people Hispanic Whatever And it's like one person And that one person just so happens to be black Yeah You kind of just took, took an L Not only for yourself But took an L for For, for the for, culture yeah, For the culture And for black people like <laughs> And so many people like you, It would happen Like some shit Some crazy shit happened And like it just had to be the black one. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I, I, if you feel like, I feel like, yes, it wasn't the black dude that got thrown out. The Thank God. Like, yeah, oh, it was. It was like, you know what I'm saying. And it's like, it, but like, um, just just to really tie back into because there's just two other points I wanted to um kind of tie tie into that. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing was we, 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 you kind of piggyback on what I said earlier about um using whiteness as a line of demarcation. Just 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 to end off even this the, the topic of her. Um, was that like they put this random picture. Uh, we're talking even bread at the point, and I watch it like a target of insecurity because like they put this random picture of a random white girl and a random white baby, like like we seen this shit. Like I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who or what the fuck happened. Cause I don't give, I literally, I really don't give a fuck Yo, about, fuck. What, about what happened to. I don't, I don't care about what happened to these uh, this, this white baby and this white child. Yeah, like about them. So like, who knows? I maybe when she put this picture up, a bunch of white people losing their fucking shit. Yeah, you know? like yeah. That, that's 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 a white people shit. Like you know, and it's like I, I always get tired of like. Of uh, when black, when black, especially like a lot of black media publications tend to do this, or pe- it's just people in general that tend to do the whole, or something like kind of really happens within the, like the black community, quote unquote, the quote unquote black community. Uh, they go find some, they go outside the community, find some shit that no black people give a fuck about, and bring it in and say, well, they did it, and it's always the white people. They'll say, well, those white people are over here in fucking in, in uh, Italy, yeah, took the same photo, yeah. And, do you think they got pissed? I was like, I don't know, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and maybe they did. Yeah, I, like I have to go to where, when this photo came out. Who's seen it? Who and how they react? I don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because like it's just not a part of my reality. Yeah, it's not a part of things so, you give a fuck about. So, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that just leads to leads me to question like, who do whose opinion do you value more? Do you value your own opinion? Do you value your your quote unquote community's opinion, or do you value white people's opinion? Because like that's what it tends to seem like when you do that shit. When you go outside. To grab somebody else that don't give a fuck about you either way and say hey, and start comparing yourself to them because you you don't see white people doing that shit. You don't see 
Asians doing that shit. You don't see no other race of people doing that shit if you live by this whole black community shit. Uh, doing that in the sense of, oh, well, well, black people do it, so therefore it must be okay. Yeah. Black people do it, therefore it must be gay shit, whatever the case. And if anything they do, it's like black people are the line of negativity. We're like, if black people do it, then it's fucking. It's or like, cool. We do cool shit. Either it's cool. Or yeah, it's bad. negative, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either it's cool or it's bad. And it's like, well, whatever, like, but it's still, but it's, but still, like, they still really don't do it. They, they kind of, like, just give us our kudos, but they don't compare themselves to us. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. it's like, they just say black people are cool. Like, yeah. Or Asians are cool. Asians are smart. Yeah. Black people are cool, or... Or they'll quietly come steal some shit that they yeah. like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hispanics are hard workers. What the fuck? <laughs> hard workers. <laughs> yeah, what, 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 like, they don't sit there and say, like, Hispanics are the line of demarcation of what work ethic should be. Asians are the line of demarcation of what intelligence is. Yeah. White people are the line of demarcation of what everything. Yeah. <laughs> of everything. Like, you know, when you had the black people had that complex of white people are the all the standard of everything. It's a false narrative. You know, so yo, yeah, it's definitely a false narrative. Well, you would agree, right? You would yeah, agree it's I, a false I, narrative. I, I would agree. So when when I see um so when I bring the topic up, like there's some people and like I, I'm, 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 I find myself really getting aggravated now. Um, I was listening to the Michael Bazin show, and an old black dude called in and said he had saw the movie Moonlight. Now this all has to do with everything, with, with whether you like white or black. But the black dude said, "I'm, I've been working on myself, working on my faith, and I appreciate that Moonlight got that movie because you know we live in a new day and age yeah. that you know son dads and dealing with black dads dealing with gay black sons is a tough thing. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the interview, he said, "Well, the the, the interviewer asked him." was any of his sons gay and he said he responded like this he said no all of my sons are strong like that was the first thing he said right <laughs> he said strong you know they got wives etc etc so it sounded like Michael Bazin got aggravated saying well if their son's not strong like are gay people weak like my thing and what originally what bothered me off Bucks was why are you trying to put that on that man like, oh, yeah, I hate that. Like, and it's the same thing when it comes to white and black. Like, why are you trying to put if that man feel like being gay is weak? Yeah. That's how that man feel. <laughs> like, gay people think being gay is cool. Ain't nobody out here yelling at them trying to change their minds. Like, if if, if like if you're in their circle, yeah. like if my, my thing is if a gay person calls into a radio station, it's this level of sympathy yeah. that's provided. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost like I automatically have to sympathize or empathize the with you with your struggle. Nigga, no. <laughs> if I'm not fucking with it, if you gay and I'm not fucking with you because you gay, guess what? I have that right, the same exact right you have if you're not fucking with me because I'm straight. You see what I'm saying? And I like I don't think that we've reached a point where it's really equal because it's not equal. Don't say nothing about the gays and then they can say whatever they want. And and I want to clarify this too, especially if anybody gay is listening. Me, I don't care. It's actually cool if you're gay. You know why? Because God gave everybody choice. So you got a choice to be whatever the fuck you want to be. Don't mean that I have to... Con- have you around me don't mean that I have to deal with you on the one on the one and one. It means that I respect you as a human being, which I do. I respect your movement. I don't I don't slander gays. You see what I'm saying? I don't attack them or anything like that. So I'm so I'm just so sick of this this 
quote unquote standard line that everyone's drawing. Black people, everybody that don't like your ass is not racist. Like that's really what I wanted to get on this podcast and say. And my bad, Tommy, I'm talking long, go ahead, but go ahead, go ahead. I really wanted to get on here and just let y'all know every every white person that don't fuck with y'all is not racist. They just might not like you because you ain't shit, and you may have some black friends that feel the same way. You black, and you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna run. I'm about to run an on the spot quiz for my man Tommy. <laughs> Tommy, I'm, this is an interview. I'm interviewing right, you now. Go ahead, go ahead. My friend Tommy, yeah. do you or do you not know some black people that ain't shit? Oh, I know more black people that ain't shit than, <laughs> than black people that are. I just be in two one thousand. So, so wait, so let me finish this interview. So, so you do admit that you know black people that ain't shit? Oh yes, yes. So if you know black people that ain't shit, do you think any white people know black people that ain't shit? <laughs> Just trying to figure. Hold on, wait. I, like- I want to interview the motherfuckers listening. If you listening to this podcast, I want you to just be just quietly think to yourself: How many times have you said, "Man, that nigga ain't shit"? I want, I want to know. We want to do, we want to do this. We want to do hashtag after gent. Yes. Um, make it a thing. Yeah, we'll make it a thing. Hashtag, make it a thing. Hashtag hashtag hashtag, like, I want you to number count how many people you know ain't shit. What? Well, well, wait. It's the Twitter account, right? Yeah, Twitter. So as at. A-V-E, the number two gent. Yeah. We want y'all to use hashtag, which one, after gent? Yeah, after gent, A-V-E. Uh-huh. And what do you want them to put? What do you want to put? How many niggas you know ain't shit? Yeah. And the actual number. Yeah, a number. I know about seven. I know about, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I want you to know, if you know 13, just so we can just see it. So like, niggas know that these niggas exist and don't get mad. Cause and then no, and then there's people you know and yeah. you deal with. Yes. So when every day person walks by in your group and you got that one nigga in your group that ain't shit uh-huh. and he does some ain't shit shit in front of him <laughs> and the white dude's looking at you like y'all niggas ain't, ain't shit. shit y'all niggas ain't <laughs> shit yeah well you kind of gotta take it because like you ain't shit by association yeah like you can't stand next to shit and not smell to like the, get the scent on you you know what I'm saying like whoever smelled it dealt it like you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Shit. So, I mean, I mean that's just that's just the reality. It's, oh, it's I'm like, so sick of niggas. <laughs> God damn it! I'm sorry, bro. You talking? I'm just so tired of I, I the was, excuses. And I, and I was, I'm not supposed to be the, the nigga hate. I thought you were supposed to. Be- no, I'm mad, but I'm mad with everybody. Like I'm mad with people. I'm mad with the gay apologists. I'm mad with the nigga, like the niggas who super niggas who don't understand. A white man may not like you. You know what? You know what, Jerome? You ain't shit, and you're fired. Like that's it. It don't got nothing to do with your skin color. No, like all I, the time. The thing is, because I, I Google, you saw me googling some shit. Yeah, oh I yeah, Googled, yeah. I was because I was like, I want you to see the word, but like the word is the word of the day is nepotism. That's and the that, word. I like that. Yeah, nepotism. That's new to to, yeah. to our podcast. Now we're gonna do word of the day. Oh, we can do that. Because, I like, like that. This, this is the word because like you you bring up that scenario about um Jerome. Yeah. Or it was a Jerome. Was, I'm not sure. It was, Bre- it was Brian. No, it was Jerome. It was Jerome. Jerome is the worker. Brian was the boss. He's a white guy. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Jerome was the worker. And UPS. Yeah, but no, not the UPS, not the UPS scenario, but like, uh. the one, it wasn't always UPS, but all I say, the scenario where um, you're like, oh, he uh, Jerome did everything to the T. Oh, no yeah, that's the first guy, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, but this white dude gets the job. Yeah. Over Jerome, yeah. who isn't as qualified. Just like, fuck, again, eliminate that whole uh, white people as a line of demarcation. I, I hate that, man. Boy, that's a whole other subject, but I, I fucking can't stand when I hear the words that come out of people's mouth that say, uh, because no, no, because I did just as good as the next person. Then why the fuck should I pick you then? Yeah. <laughs> why should it just be a luck of the draw? Like, yeah. should, at that point, it should be a fucking lottery pick. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I have the the exact same. No, it's, we we are in a capitalist society. 
That means we compete. You have to be better than them. Like, I want you to say, I was better than them by a landslide, and I still didn't get it. Okay, you may have a, a point. But the other point is that, which is the word nepotism, is the practice among those uh, with power and or influence of favoring relatives or friends, especially by giving them jobs. Mm. So, case in point, am I the best shooter, cinematographer? Am I the best speaker? Am I the best dressed? Am I the best at any fucking thing? Mm-hmm. But yet, why do I get hired? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I can tell you right on bus, like 90, probably 98% of the work I've got has been recommendations or people, it's just, case in point, niggas just fuck with me. Mm-hmm. That's 98% of my, I never show my resume. Niggas don't know what to college. Like, niggas don't know. I never bust out, oh, I got this degree. Oh, I got my resume. Oh. Resume, off, say, oh. off the, yeah, off the straight to my resume, I probably, I've got in my eight year career maybe three jobs. Yeah, and that wasn't long term; it was just like one offs. Some short shit. Yeah, some short shit. Yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It'd be some basic whatever, but like it's just just three random gigs. Everything else, everything else I've done has been off the strength of who I knew and the people that I work with. I built rapport with them, built, built bonds with them, and they just fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? And um, and that's all 100. percent Nepotism, yeah. Tism. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, so, the, so, with that being said, is that like, because I, I was really going to post to you, uh, to, to say, it was like, well, who is that white boy? You know what I'm saying? Is he is he the boss's son? Is, mm. he, is he the boss's nephew? Mm-hmm. Is it the boss's brother's friend? Like, for the sake of this argument, let's just say he's a random white guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the, and the thing is, like, you know, but it, but it's it never that random because, like, there's more to it than, like, the superficial. Resume shit. I'm not picking. Like I can meet you, and I can relate to you more because you watch fucking, look. You play lacrosse back in high school, just as I did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We can talk. We can talk football, or we can talk whatever. Fuck. What are you talking about? Yeah. Hummus, as as, as the black stereotypes would say. Mm-hmm. They can talk hummus and fucking <laughs> and white bullshit. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But like yeah. Jerome, he don't. You know what I'm saying? Jerome's. You know what I'm saying? The boss doesn't have. You know what I'm saying? Two chains. Latest album or fucking, he doesn't know the lyrics. So you are, are you arguing that he, the other guy may be more relatable? More relatable, yeah. It's just more relatable because like it's a cultural. There's, there's, there's so many other lines that and bonds that people can connect on and and separate from. Being that like, I think everyone had the that's what I'm saying. Like you don't almost don't even want to have the exact same thing as everyone else. You want to be way better to a point, especially if you don't know nobody. Yeah. If you don't have an end because like. Most people just fuck with people who they know because like, you're dealing with money and you're dealing with businesses and you want to deal with people that ain't going to fuck you over. Yeah. And people you know and trust you build with ain't going to fuck you over because there's, there's some accountability. Versus hiring a stranger who mm-hmm. can just, who could then be fucking suicidal. Mm-hmm. Fuck all your shit up for no reason. Mm-hmm. And just come into your life and like, also nothing. They don't live in your community. Mm-hmm. They're not contributing to your community. Mm-hmm. So like, there's no, it's, it's almost, it's the risk, there's a lot more risk involved in that. Versus if, if I had this white man mm-hmm. who, at the very least, lives in my community, identifies with the things I identify with. Mm-hmm. White people don't talk about the shit we talk about. White people don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. race, politics, and shit like that. Like, mm-hmm. get, like they literally don't talk. Like, all my don't even talk about this type of shit. This black people on my, on my Facebook page. I got Asian friends, I got Spanish friends, I got white friends, whatever. Unless some shit that happens in the, in the news and media. The main thing, shit, and like, I guess you go to liberalism and all other shit, but like, for the most part, mm-hmm. they ain't talking about when, when when a nigga gets shot on TV. There's not much of an opinion. I don't see no white opinion. I don't see no unless it's super duper apologetic and to a point where it's kind of weird. Like, you don't know black culture like that. So, like, why you have this 
Why do you have an opinion about it? Why well, do you have this this essay written yeah, on your yeah, Facebook status? About, <laughs> like, yeah, about like shit. You don't have the breakfast. I know you. You don't, you don't fucking hang out with niggas. If I invite you out to my nigga parties, you're gonna ask, is this a nigga party or is this like a party where? I, I'll say what? I'll say that. Order to go. Here we go. I'll say that if you. If if it's a job and it's a with like we're hiring from within and the boss has prior information on both gentlemen and it comes down to work, there is no reason to not hire the black guy if he's number one. I don't give a fuck. Oh if, yeah, no, there like, is. I don't That's think. I, yeah, yeah. I don't give a fuck if it's you're relate more relatable or, or or whatever. But if we come into a new situation, let's just put it this way. I po I, I posed it the question to you. And I brought the topic up is because of some other shit that I was seeing happen, yeah. like seeing shit happen to and learning because the shit has happened oh, to me. Okay, going? Shit has happened to me. I was reading this article because when you have you got you got blacks and I don't I just want I just want us to be able. It's unfortunate that we are in a position where we have to question race because that is a real thing so I don't want anybody like thinking that I'm making excuses for it but at the same time it's on a case by case like to me it's a case by case thing which everything is but in your situation and who you were dealing with what did you do and did you do everything in your power to be the best for whatever you was that you were going for and when you didn't get it did the person that they gave it to was that person like was he sub you like he was he was he subpar he wasn't doing the same level of work like why did that happen to you and with that when that comes when that comes to mind and then I start to hear and then I listen to the Michael Bazin show and I'm hearing the shit about the dude they, they trying to get mad with the, the dad because he think heterosexual men are strong and gay men are weak like that's that man's opinion so uh, I'm just so tired of everyone in the words right or wrong like you just get shit done how you get it done you know what i'm saying and you pay f- you 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 deal with the consequences when they come your way mm-hmm. but we this society that we live in we're just getting so fucking soft and i'm just really disturbed by it and we so we broke into laughter a little bit yeah. but i was serious you know what i'm saying when i asked no, you no, do no, you no. know people who ain't shit because yeah. i know some niggas oh, yeah, who yeah, ain't no, shit no, yeah, yeah, you know no, what i'm saying no, but this, this is the objective fact. you you pulled up the article go ahead and talk just tell me a little bit about that yeah, before we wrap it, it up yeah because this um this is like goes into what you need because i was reading something similar and um now nah, this is cool this is a, the u.s court rules that dreadlock ban uh, during higher prices is legal, is justified. And um, I ain't gonna read too much of the article, but there's an article about a woman who applied for a job um, at Catastrophe Management Solutions, which is, I think it's some type of like um, insurance company. I try to do some light research on the company just to try to get like some nuance and some substance to like the story. But pretty much like uh, she went for a job interview and they uh, mentioned they mentioned like uh, one of the um, the hirees. Um, when the hirers actually made a comment about the woman's hair, and uh, she said that, and quote, um, uh, it says, um, uh, "Ma'am, I just read it. That's it, crazy." Yeah, um, it, what, what, I'm gonna read the line where it says it. Can uh, I uh, in Mobile, Alabama? According to the case file, uh, Janine Wilson, a human resources manager at uh, 4CMS, commented on Jones' dreadlocks during a private a private hiring meeting to discuss. Uh, scheduling conflicts and telling Jones uh, they tend to get messy although uh, I'm not saying yours are but I know uh, but you know what I'm talking about and it was, she was referencing the uh, dreadlocks the dreadlocks yeah. and, uh, and Wilson told Jones that CMS will not be will not bring Jones on 
I'm sorry, we're not bringing Bro Jones. Sorry, we're not bringing Jones on board. Uh, with Jared, uh, with Jared Lyson, and they're terminating her job offer. So, um, pretty much, we're saying that she didn't get the job because of her dreads, because of her hair. Well, you know? because of grooming. Yeah, because of grooming, whatever. Yeah. And it's like you know, uh, I mean, it's a. Uh, uh, I want to. I want to like draw out. That's a long. That's like another yeah, conversation. Yeah, we're gonna stay out of that one. Um, for now, but yeah, but like in the regards to hair, because like there's some, there's some, there is some, whatever. I, I'm, I'm a person with hair, but all that to say that like. Remember my point in regards to this discussion was that like when I read that and I, I look at it, I'm like and, and the things you're saying is that the reason why I don't I don't get too caught up in the racism thing because in my mind by the true essence and definition of racism is irrational and actually in, in a rational sense of that it's actually destructive to it's self destructive mm-hmm. and it says that you're gonna destroy or halt or stop your progress. If you are racist, and, and that's why I said like true racists are the people to me, are the people that will compromise the the growth and development of themselves um, in regards to um, an arbitrary factor as race. Meaning, if I had, a, obviously, like you say, like I look at it this where like this person who's you made the scenario of black dudes way better at work, white dudes subpar. They hired a white dude because he's white. Let's just let's just say that's what it is. He's racist. Go with that fact. That dude is now going to destroy or um or halt his that that business's growth because of that. So now we are in a competitive society, compared to Martin. If if the black if Jerome is actually better at what he at what he says he is, he will be a better asset to another company because now you're going to compete. And that company will actually do better and beat out the uh the company that is quote unquote racist. Mm-hmm. So like nature will purge itself of true racists. Yeah. If it, it, you know, I'll show you that if, if racism in in a sense is really that that wrong and that destructive in in, in its in its purest form. And um, so when I look at that, I, I and so when I put that play, play it on mine, like if I'm dealing with somebody and white and this white person on this white job doesn't want to hire me because I have locks or I'm black, whatever, sure black, then like that's their law. So like if that's truly the thing like and I'm I'm like, fuck that, I'm gonna make my own shit and, and beat them. Yeah. Because like at the end of the day, no one cares who if a black person make brew this, this this whiskey. It shit tastes person, good. Yeah, if it tastes good, it tastes good. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So like that's that's what at the end of the day is like can you deliver? Yeah. And fundamentally like with the nature of a lot of the work that we do, a lot of jobs um race doesn't really play a factor like that. It just doesn't. Yeah. Um it's just, it's just it's just in a, in a, it's an irrational thought. So like you can't rationalize an irrational thought process, and I just, that's how I look at it. So like you, it's one of the things you kind of kind of say like that shit doesn't make any sense. I can't make sense of it. I don't. I'm not trying to make sense of it. I know what makes sense, and that's how I'm gonna live my life. Yeah. And uh, so I'm not gonna sit there and I, and I feel like a lot of people are trying to sit there trying to make it make sense, and try to combat it, and try to make like no. This is to me, damage should be classified as a mental disorder. Yeah. I think it, I, if you were like a true race, like you probably have a mental disorder. Yeah, I look at you. I look at you as like mentally retarded. That's a good way. But I like, mean, um, yeah, I mean, well, that's you know what I'm saying? That's a way to put yeah. something on it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I mean, that's pretty much what I, you know, what I'm saying, uh, what, what I want to get to. And then like, and then days like we, we can say that like, oh, people don't hire people for racism, but like, there's so many layers and reasons why people get a job because like a lot of times, a lot of jobs aren't even posted. A lot of jobs are just less, I'm looking for somebody. And I'm going to just ask around. Yeah. It's a who you know kind of thing, and it's mm-hmm. like. Like I said, I'm telling you myself, like 90% of the work I got is is uh, who I knew and he was rocking me. So I can't sit there going into a situation thinking that like uh, subpar Brad 
that have like that know the fucking assistant manager and he put them on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like who who knows? Like there's always you gotta have it in because like we're in a hyper competitive society and Brad's not only you know what I'm saying Jerome and Brad aren't the only ones competing. There's Jerome, Jerome, Bad, Sydney. Yeah, some other um, motherfuckers too. Foreigners, like you know what I'm saying, fucking Akbar, like yeah. uh, Ahmed and, yeah. and um fucking who, who, what you were saying? Sharkeisha. Yeah. Like whoever. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It, it, and other, you know, you know what I'm saying? And Johnny and fucking T- and Tim and fucking Tony. Yeah. And and fucking and ever, whoever, other and, folks. And, yeah, and every other folks. So it's like Brad got the job, but like only Brad got the job. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't Brad, Tim, and White Brad, White Tim, and White Tony. Yeah. They got the job, and and Black Jerome, Black Demonte, <laughs> Black uh, Jarvis, whatever you want to call him, like you know, and like they didn't get a job. So it's not. I never. It's hard. To see like that, and there's so much more nu- nuance into in, into culture yeah. and how people interact with each other that plays a role more than the actual color of your skin. Yeah, I, I play it like, once again, I, and, and for me, how I'll kind of cap it off for myself is I do it all on it's a base by base, uh, case, by case. case by case situation. Like if I can just tell, like if you're not fucking with me, I'm gonna be able to tell because you your vibe, everything's gonna be off. This shit is not gonna work well together, and I'm gonna know that I need to get the fuck out of the situation. But if I'm dealing with you, and because I've dealt with some very straight up white people, I work with. Shout out to the, the people over at Taylor Strategies in New York. They work with me often for branding and shit like that. You know what? Them motherfuckers, them motherfuckers are good white people. <laughs> like they cool. Like, but I also have a clear understanding of how business works, and I know what it means when somebody says the needs of the business. I know what that statement means. A lot of people in my culture don't have a, a clear understanding of what the needs of the business because you could tell that to somebody that works with you closely, someone that you know. I can make a statement like the needs of the business right now, we need to go a different direction mm-hmm. because for whatever reason, but the needs of the business is sort of the only thing that matters when you're doing business. And we're not going to get into that, but when someone tells you that it's not personal, it's just business, you should learn how to understand that. Mm-hmm. Because people think that that line of friendship, um, and you know, you and I can talk about it. We are candid. You know what I'm saying? I'm candid with you. like, yo, yeah. we are trying to get something done. And if we don't want to get this shit done, then then me and you shouldn't be fucking working together mm-hmm. because we got goals. And I think that, uh, and, and to wrap it up for me, um, I sort of t- I always tie things back to athletics. Me, if you my best friend, like say you could hoop. Mm-hmm. Right, and we play ball. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to take it easy when I'm playing with you because I know you. Mm-hmm. You're one of the people I should be able to go hard at because you know I have no malintent towards you. So when I when I'm when we playing ball, we hooping, and I'm busting your ass, or vice versa, it's it's this is a like I'm I'm doing this because I respect you. Mm-hmm. I respect the competitor that you are, so I'm giving you my best. Because if I don't give you my best, like I would somebody that I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, if I'm showing another person more respect than I would show my own my own people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So for me, in in the to, in the totality of this situation, stop making excuses. Overall, like the people that's listening, like we, like even me, I'm at a point. I'm 29. I'm at a point. There are no. I don't have time for any more excuses. Mm-hmm. If this shit don't work, if this podcast shit don't work, if Create Canvas don't work, Whiskey Wednesday don't work, anything else me and Tommy do, anything I do by myself, anything Tommy does by himself, if this shit does not work, it will not be because somebody white stopped me. All right? It won't be because somebody Asian, yellow, black. It won't be because of none of that. It'll be because I did not get it done. 
and I, 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 if race was the initial topic, which it was, but I wanted to use race to get here and ultimately get here by saying everybody out there hustling, out there rapping, out there trying to go to school to be a dentist, doctor, whatever you're, whatever you're in, nothing can stop you except yourself. If you want to get it done, then fucking do what's necessary to get it done. I still deal with procrastination till this day. I'm fighting it like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I got a partner who's younger than me. I'm sure it may creep into his mind because it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But I stay on his ass and he, no homo, I stay on his ass to, for our work ethic and for us to continue working and sort of keep his mind and he'll do the same for me if he see me slacking off. That's what partnership is about. Um, I'm, you know, I, if you don't have any more, if if you don't have I mean, much, nah, much I mean, more yeah, to nah, say, I mean, I mean, you pretty much uh, said it all with that, and um, I think I think we good, man. I think um, when it comes to when it comes to things cause like this, like this stuff we talking about right now, like these things hit close on to me because this is like my core, like ideology, like how I live my life. In fact, I I like I like to take complete control over my destiny. I don't want to feel like motherfuckers. Can say oh because you're this and it's like when you, when you talk about like that race is just when you say race and, and, and you put it in that in that in that sense it's like you have to realize that race is just just another reason it's just just a, a one reason of the many because like you can not be black but be fat as fuck you can, they don't like fat you can not be fucking the same religion you can be Muslim and not be Christian and, or be atheist or be whatever and that's the reason why they don't fuck with you oh or they don't like just, just how you just don't just don't like you. You know what I'm saying? People can't even put it. People can't even make a reason why they don't like you. you just don't like your whole vibe. I don't fuck with it. And then, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, so what difference does it make? You know, like whether it being black or it being whatever. And then that's why I broke it down in the sense of um, how rational is this thought process? Yeah. And then because if it is not rational, it will not function in nature. You know what I'm saying? If 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 there people are super duper racist as you would like to, as society like to like to. Uh, embellish on, yeah. Then it wouldn't sustain some because like it'll it'll start building a regressive culture. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because now you're not now you're not weeding out the you're weeding out um, strong people uh, in favor of weak people on a, on a, on the basis of race. Yeah, which is that's not really a, a real basis. That's a good point, so, bro. I never thought about you know that. Yeah, it, it just the nature wouldn't allow it. Yeah, once it runs its course, those yeah. people will perish. Yeah, and the people who are good will prosper. Yeah. Oh. So you know that's why I look at that shit, shit man, and, and, it's, and it's real. Like you know, the, man, like anybody. That's why, like, when you talk to me, like, uh, you talk, you just think about anything, any type of, just do a thought exercise and just think about, like, okay, or do a practical exercise, but like, just go out there and look. What does it look like? We read these statistics, you read whatever. Is these statistics reflection of your reality? Mm-hmm. Is, is what people are saying a reflection of reality? How does it play out in nature? You know what I'm saying? And, and you just have to, you just have to realize that nature says otherwise about a lot of things. So um, with that being said, let's go ahead and close it out. I'm fucking Frank Mill. <laughs> Tommy, motherfucking guns. This is A to G podcast number eight. A to G. A eight. Two G. Podcast eight. Trump number eight. <laughs>